Good morning. Welcome back to our third Anchored in the Word Morning Reflection for the week. And uh, if you're watching this or listening to this uh, today, um, this is Wednesday and we are at the midpoint of the week and uh, hope that you will be able to join us for our Bible study tonight as well as uh, our time of prayer. And such an important part of our church life is gathering together in the middle of the week to refocus our attention on the Lord. Uh, to spend time in fellowship with other Christians and to uplift uh, the, the burdens and the needs of our congregation, those that we come in contact with. So I hope that you'll be able to join us tonight um, if you're watching this on Wednesday. And I want to remind you we're in Psalm 36 and we're going to go back to the first section of this uh, to kind of set up the, the focus of our study this morning. And we're going we're gonna to look at how the 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 understanding of the kind of times we live in, the, the, the nature of society, and God's character, how that's going to move the Christian to actually act upon what they know theologically. And it's going to cause them to flee to the Lord. So let's read the text together, and then we'll focus in on verse number seven. It says, The transgression of the wicked saith within my heart that there is no fear of God before their eyes. He flattereth himself with his own eyes, until the iniquity be found to be hateful. The words of his mouth are iniquity and deceit. He hath left off to be wise and to do good. He deviseth mischief upon his bed. He setteth himself in a way that is not good. He abhorreth not evil. Thy mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens, and thy faithfulness reacheth unto the clouds. Thy righteousness is like the great mountains. Thy judgments are a great deep. O Lord, thou preservest man and beast. And here's the focus that we're going to look at today. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. The righteous flee to God in trouble. Because of what they know about God, and because of the circumstances that they're living in, the believer acts on what he knows to be true. Theology influences practice and circumstance motivates us to run to God. I am convinced one of the, one of the reasons that God allows us to suffer difficulty is because he wants to cause us to not just have an intellectual knowledge of who he is, but he wants that intellectual knowledge to become experiential. He wants the truth to actually shape us as people. He wants us to grow. He wants us to mature. He wants us to become strong. He wants us to become more humble and dependent upon him. And so in these verses, he says, How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men do put their trust under the shadows, shadow of thy wings. These truths about God and his ways compel the righteous to flee to him. And when they flee to him, he provides stability and protection. Those two words are very important. So notice what he says. He says, therefore, this is the conviction in verse seven. There is a logical connection between what we know about God, what we're reflecting on, what we are convinced to be true, and then the choice to actively trust in God's character and his ways. This conviction is a direct result of what the person believes. And one of the, one of the, the primary functions of a pastor 
is to help people prepare for trouble. You say, well, what do you mean by that, prepare for trouble? It's to guide them as they're in the midst of trouble. Actually, it's to help shape their worldview so that when trouble comes, they have the tools, the equipping to actually navigate those challenges of life. I would rather you learn before you're in trouble than have to learn through the trouble. And there is always a sense in which we will learn through the troubles, but it would be far better to go into battle, to go into trouble, to go into testing with a firm conviction on what is true, an understanding of how God works, and then to act upon that, than to have to come and learn these things the hard way. And so this is what he's saying. What I know to be true about God, it motivates me to do this. I am convinced. Secondly, we see the word trust. And that word trust emphasizes stability. In verse 7, he says, therefore, they trust under the shadow of thy wings. Our lives are not going to have stability unless they're built on something that is solid. If a person is building their life on their emotions, their emotions change constantly. If a person is building their life upon lies, those lies are going to eventually fall apart. If a person is building their lives on someone else, that person is one day going to let them down, or that person will not be available, or that person will eat, will, will reach the end of their means. But if a person's life is built on the Lord, they're building their lives on something that doesn't change, someone who is consistent, someone who loves them, someone who's good, someone who's righteous, someone who has promised. Their life has stability. The third part is the shelter. He says they're going to put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. And I love the illustration that the Bible uses in the Old Testament of God's covenantal care for his people. He uses the illustration of a mother hen calling her little chicks to herself and she covers them. They hide under her wings and there they are close to their mother because that is her offspring and they are protected. They are defended by that mother hen. That is kind of the picture that's being established there. When God talks about his covenantal relationship with people, he's saying, I have given of myself for you. I have drawn you to myself where you are close to me and I defend you. I protect you. You are mine. That is what he's saying. And we get the sense of this in Ruth chapter 2, verse 12, where Boaz is talking to Ruth, who is a Moabitess. She is a Gentile, and she has come with her mother-in-law to live in Israel. And Boaz says to her, the Lord recompense thy work and full reward to be given of thee of the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings thou art come to trust. He says, you have come to be a part of God's people, and now you are under his covenantal care. And that is why she was gleaning in the fields, because this is one of the ways that God protected the vulnerable amongst his people. We see the same concept in Psalm 57, verse 1. He says, be merciful unto me, O God, be merciful, for my soul trusteth in thee, yea, under the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. Another one, Psalm 91, verse 4. 
He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. And so I ask you this morning, just a simple question. How is what you know to be true about God affecting your willful choices? Are you fleeing to God and actively resting under the shadow of his wings? Are you fleeing to God and actively building your life upon the sure footing of his character and promises? This is how we're supposed to live. This is how the believer is able to function in a broken, twisted, dangerous world. And so my encouragement to you this morning is that that is exactly what you'll do this morning. May the Lord help us to do that. Lord willing, tomorrow we'll continue digging into this passage as, as we uh, look at our fourth episode for the week. Have a blessed morning. Bye now.